Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Elemental Evan Show. Today is a Wellness Wednesday episode, which means that it is going to be a full-length episode. And today, it might even end up being a little bit longer than a full-length episode. I usually try to keep them to about 30 to 45 minutes, but this is a very important topic and is going to uh, you know, require a lot of in-depth talking and explaining because it is uh, very important. And, you know, there's a lot of moving parts to our health in general. So I want to make sure that I am providing you with a full story on the topics that I'm covering and also give you tips and tricks to apply to your life after this show and really better your health, right? So I'm always trying to give you guys actionable steps to take away from each show. And today's episode is actually on a topic that I've been wanting to cover for a really long time now. And it is just today that I feel ready and comfortable to provide this knowledge to all of you because I was still learning about this topic, and that is cholesterol. So cholesterol is obviously a very, very well-known and important topic in the health and wellness field. Um... You know, we have statin drugs to help lower cholesterol. We have, you know, all this talk about lowering cholesterol in our body uh, because it causes heart, you know, heart problems, uh, constricting of the arteries and plaque buildup, right? You have all this kind of talk around uh, cholesterol. And I think that we really just don't even have a very solid understanding of what cholesterol even is and what it's doing in the body. So what I want to do today is provide you with the knowledge that I have discovered on cholesterol specifically, I will be referencing mainly throughout this entire podcast, a book called The Great Cholesterol Myth. I highly recommend reading this book because it is incredible in explaining cholesterol, where we went wrong with our ideas on cholesterol, and really how to better your cholesterol levels and uh, you know how to read your test levels, things like that, which I will be covering in this podcast episode. I want to make it in a more condensed, uh, easy to digest format for you, obviously. But nonetheless, it's a really great book, and that is where I'm going to be drawing a lot of my information from. So if you care to fact check or check it out or anything like that, this will be the book that I'm using and you can always go look back at it. But without further ado, let's get into this episode. And one last piece before I do start explaining everything, there is going to be some terminology in here that might be a little bit difficult for you to understand here and there. Um, it is a little, you know, medical terminology. Uh, don't get hung up on that. I will try to clarify as much as I can. But just kind of follow along and I promise it will all make sense. Uh, and it's really not that much medical terminology, but just a little bit. So it might get a little wordy, uh, but I will try to break that up and explain. So anyways, what is cholesterol? That is probably the best place to start is obviously understanding what the heck this thing is. Cholesterol is a waxy substance, technically a sterol, that is an important constituent of cell membranes. The vast majority of cholesterol in the body is made in the liver while the rest is absorbed from the diet. So, you know, for example, I even think of my prior knowledge to this. I kind of thought that cholesterol was something we only got through our diet, right? Like, oh, trying to not eat the egg yolk because of the high cholesterol levels, right? So um, kind of my... Uh, my naiveness or lack of information here um, was kind of thinking that, oh yeah, like cholesterol just came through the diet. But no, a, a majority of it is actually made in the liver and not just a majority, but a vast majority, right? 
cholesterol is the basic raw material that your body uses to make vitamin D. Yes, vitamin D, that really, really important uh, vitamin, which is actually more so a hormone that everyone is always talking about, is made through cholesterol, right? So obviously vitamin D is also not just from cholesterol, it's from sunlight, but it is the combination of sunlight with cholesterol. So the very important vitamin D comes from cholesterol, or is, sorry, made through cholesterol, um, Cholesterol is also the basic raw material uh, used by your body to make sex hormones such as estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone, and the bile acids needed for digestion. So cholesterol is not just sitting there placking up your arteries, right? No, it does very, very important things in the body. And I think that's so important to understand, right? We don't just have things in our body for no reason. We have them in there because they serve some kind of a function. And usually uh, the, what do they say? The dose is the poison, right? Or the amount or quality or types or whatever uh, is going to be the poison. So cholesterol uh, this is going to lead me to my next question, which is, is cholesterol good or bad? Well, the very short answer is obviously no, right? Uh, cholesterol is vital for tons of functions in the body. And in fact, cholesterol, now get this, makes up 75% of your brain. Your brain is made up of 75% cholesterol, okay? That is about 20% of all of the cholesterol in your body is just in your brain. So, Cholesterol is not only good for you, it is absolutely crucial and vital for your body, for your brain to even be where, you know, to be made up, right? So it is definitely, definitely vital. So what makes cholesterol bad is far more intricate, okay? It deals with both the type of cholesterol along with the triglyceride levels, uh, stress, oxidation, and inflammation in the body. Now let's go ahead and kind of discuss a couple of very common terms that you will definitely hear whenever you're talking about cholesterol. And that would be, you know, LDL and HDL mainly, and then also we'll throw VLDL in there as well. So what are those? Cholesterol is transported by a carrier protein called a lipoprotein. And these lipoproteins vary in density from high density to low density, and then also very low density. So when we look at these terms, HDL, for example, that is high density lipoprotein, LDL would be low density lipoprotein, and VLDL would be very low density lipoprotein. Now, typically the HDL is thought of as the healthy cholesterol, and the LDL and LDL, sorry, LDL and VLDL are thought of as the bad cholesterols. However, through the book, The Great Cholesterol Myth, sorry, I'm getting tongue-tied, he really breaks down how even though HDL is thought of as the good one and LDL is the bad one, there's actually more to it. There's different types of each one. So, for example, when we take H, uh, HDL, the high-density lipoprotein, you have different types, such as HDL2, which is the most beneficial, and HDL3, which is the smaller and more dense particle, which can be inflammatory. So even in you know, HDL, we actually have two different kinds that you know, one is better and one is worse. So it's a little bit more intricate, right? It's not just so cut and dry. When it comes to LDL, for example, you also have different types of uh, LDL, such as LDL-A, which is buoyant and fluffy and does no harm as long as it's not damaged by oxidation, 
which oxidation is a process caused by free radicals that enables cholesterol to form plaque. Okay, so oxidation equals cholesterol forming plaque. Okay, let's just kind of <laughs> make it a little bit easier there. Uh, you also have LDLB, which is a small, hard, dense molecule that promotes atherosclerosis, which is the buildup of cholesterol plaque in the walls of arteries. Then you have LP, lowercase a, which is a very small, highly inflammatory particle that is responsible for blood clotting, right? So it's actually, in terms of blood clotting, it's good. It is doing, you know, plays a very specific role in the body that's necessary. And uh, when it's in low levels in a healthy person, that's fine, uh, but it can cause inflammation and lead to plaque, right? If you have high levels of it or just inappropriate levels. And uh, so, yeah, so this item, the LP lowercase a, while it is a good thing, it can also be a bad thing. Like I said, the dose is the poison or the type is the poison, right? So that kind of breaks down the LDL and HDL, right? So uh, LDL, which was thought of as being bad, not necessarily completely bad, right? And HDL, which was thought of as good, not necessarily completely good. Uh, and it's really focusing here on the lipoprotein, right? The carrier of the cholesterol. So the cholesterol itself, not a bad thing, more so the carrier, the type of carrier is what's bad. But it's not even necessarily that those are bad. It's the combination of other uh, effects that with those specific types of LDR, HDL make them bad. So let's go ahead and talk a little bit about how cholesterol became quote unquote bad, right? So you have this guy named Ansel Keys, PhD, a researcher, came up with the lipid hypo uh, hypothesis concluding that excess cholesterol caused heart disease. He believed that dietary fats and specifically saturated fats raised cholesterol levels and clogged arteries. Okay. I think this is the narrative for most people. I think when we were growing up, um, you know, in the, yeah, like maybe, okay. If you're really young, maybe not so much, but if you are, you know, 20 years or older, you probably heard this theory of, you know, don't eat saturated fats. You know, that's how you're going to clog your arteries and uh, have high levels of cholesterol. So that's where it came from was Ansel Keys, right? He's the one who came up with this lipid hypothesis. Well, turns out that a diet high in fat, especially saturated fat, decreases, not increases, decreases the amount of dense LDL, the so-called bad cholesterol, naturally, while a low-fat, uh, higher-carb diet increases their numbers. So once again, I'm just going to repeat that. A diet high in fat, especially saturated fat, decreases the amount of dense LDL, the bad cholesterol, right? Naturally, while the low-fat, higher-carb diet increases their numbers. So literally the inverse here, like <laughs> just completely the opposite of what this Ansel Keys was saying, right? Also, I think it is worth noting that the market for cholesterol lowering drugs such as statins is worth more than $30 billion a year. That is very important to mention because let's not play games. Money is definitely a motivator, right? And $30 billion is a ton of money. So 
Not saying that, you know, that is the only thing people are looking at, but it is something we do need to take into consideration, right? Uh, There are other factors that (laughs) influence, right? So let's go ahead and talk about what would be the real culprit. So the real culprit, uh, according to this book, is inflammation, oxidation, stress, and sugar. When it comes to heart disease, which is the number one killer in the U.S., It's caused by sugar, not cholesterol. Sugar contributes to inflammation in the artery walls and is the missing link in diabetes, obesity, and heart disease. When you have high sugar intake, you end up raising not only your blood pressure, but you also raise your cholesterol levels. Plus, when you eat sugar and processed carbs, you raise your triglyceride levels, which are also associated with heart disease. Get this. When sugar in the bloodstream sticks to proteins, it creates damaging toxic molecules called advanced glycation end products, AGEs, okay? And this same process also damages LDL, contributing to inflammation and ultimately heart disease. Get that sugar out of your diet. (laughs) That's essentially what I'm taking away from there. Um, When you lower your sugar and carbs, specifically processed carbs, um, you will reduce your triglyceride levels and lower your fasting insulin levels, which will reduce your risk for heart disease, as well as things like diabetes, obesity, hypertension, and even possibly cancer. Seriously, seriously, get sugar out of the diet. And I'll explain a little bit more um, specifically on the sugar, but uh, just in general, really try to limit it. We are eating way too much sugar. Um, I have done an episode on sugar in the past, but just to give you a quick heads up on how much sugar we are eating, on the low end here in the US, it is uh, said somewhere around 70 pounds of sugar a year, which honestly is on the low end. Uh, It's more likely that it is actually somewhere around 100 pounds of sugar a year, which is wild. You can go look up a bag of uh, a 50 pound bag of sugar online and it is, you know, it's larger than a bag of cement, right? Like two of those bad boys would be like a full wheelbarrow of sugar. And that is what we're eating per year. Okay. So we definitely need to reduce it. Okay. Sorry. Let's get back to the cholesterol here. So in terms of getting your cholesterol tested, and I think this is very, very important for us to have this knowledge, right? Because you can get these tests done, but we are definitely relying on, you know, the expertise of our doctors, which, you know, no bashing on the doctors. I know they're doing their best jobs possible or their, you know, the best work possible that they can do. Um, but we also need to be informed so that we can make the right decisions for ourselves. Right? So let me cover a little bit of the test results and how to read them. So you can measure your cholesterol with a new Uh, sorry, a newer particle test, which will tell you how much of your LDL is the type A and how much is the type B. Measure the number of actual particles and the amount of the potentially dangerous LPA, the lowercase a, right? This, according to the great cholesterol myth, is the most important information. If you get those three numbers uh, and you can see like where their levels are at, according to the book, that is the most important information for us to have. So this type of test will give you the important info, not like the standard cholesterol test, which is what most doctors go off of and give statins out based on this test, right? So uh, when you go in 
ask for these uh, particle tests, okay? And uh, they are going to give you a more in-depth look, not just the overall cholesterol, right? Remember, the particle test is way more specific, and if you have more of the type A LDL, then that's great. If you have more of the type B LDL, then that's not so good, as that's the stuff that causes inflammation and ultimately plaque, right? Okay, so now that we've kind of gotten through what cholesterol is, um, you know, how to read our tests and, uh, you know, understanding HDL and LDL, uh, let's go ahead and talk about the actual steps that we can start taking today to make sure that we are having, you know, high quality cholesterol in our bodies and, uh, you know, proper levels of them. So the number one thing, uh, is to start getting rid of the stuff that is causing the bad levels of cholesterol, right? Which you already obviously know what number one is going to be. And that is sugar, get rid of sugar. So I say, get rid of sugar mainly in the form of added sugars. Okay. Because we don't tend to think about how much sugar is in, you know, that can of Coke or that bottle of Gatorade or that sweet tea or, uh, you know, any of those sweetened beverages that you drink, even some of the healthy drinks that you think are really good for you are not good for you. They have so much sugar, even, you know, looking at juice, for example, if you take orange juice, a glass of orange juice practically has the same amount of sugar as a can of Coca-Cola. Okay. There's a ton of sugar in so much stuff out there. You know, there's tons of sugar in obviously, you know, candy, but there's also baked goods have a ton of sugar, uh, sauces like marinara sauce actually has a lot of sugar. Uh, peanut, uh, peanut butter can have sugar in it. There's uh, dressings for your salads, you know, marinades for your meats. All those things have sugar. So you really need to get good at reading labels and looking at how much sugar is in that bottle of whatever you're purchasing. That is the number one thing that you need to start doing is becoming aware of your sugar intake. Okay, number two, processed carbs. So the book kind of just mainly says carbs. I broke it down more into processed carbs because I don't believe all carbs are bad. Obviously, if you're eating a ton of carbs all the time and you're really not doing any physical exercise, okay, yeah, that's not going to be a good thing. But let's more so focus on the processed carbs because I think that's going to have the major impact here, which these processed carbs can come in the form of, you know, fast food. Uh, you know, there's so much processed carbs in pretty much all of the fast foods, <laughs> all the fast food items that you're eating. Uh, this will also be like baked goods. You know, there's a Tons of, there's tons of carbs in there as well uh, that really need to be, you know, avoided at, at, at you know, not at all costs. Obviously, you can have some, but truly that is where we are getting a ton of these processed carbs in, right? And on top of that, they're usually loaded with very harmful ingredients like seed oils, um, you know, the canola, the soy, the corn, the vegetable oils, right? Like all of that is usually in there. You've got typically more sugar in those processed carbs. You have coloring uh, agents, right? Which are really bad for you and you have preservatives. So uh, you definitely want to stay away from those and kind of move more into, you know, healthier carbs. Like, you know, vegetables tend to have carbs. Certain vegetables have carbs. Uh, some fruits have carbs as well. Uh, sweet potatoes, they're a really good form of carbs. And, um, you know, if you are going to have a grain, you could have some white rice here and there, um, you know, really trying to stay more to a whole food source. And when I say whole food, it just basically looks more like where it came from. Obviously a sweet potato looks like a sweet potato, <laughs> whereas, uh, I don't know, a cinnamon roll, which obviously is delicious, does not look like anything in the wild necessarily. 
So the other things to avoid or get rid of are, once again, I already kind of touched on this, but the bad oils. So vegetable oil, canola oil, soybean oil, sunflower oil, margarine, um, any of those oils that are easily uh, oxidized or become rancid, uh, those are the ones you want to avoid. And then especially trans fat. Um, typically, there's not a whole lot of trans fat going on nowadays, but uh, if you are eating trans fats, then definitely get those out of your diet. And then lastly, we have processed meats. Uh, you want to avoid processed meats for a few reasons, but really, I think the the main takeaway here is that you don't have to avoid meat, but just rather the processed meat. So go ahead and just cook up a steak and then deli cut it, you know, slice it nicely. And, and then you can have whatever kind of a sandwich you want. And it's going to taste way better for you. Right. But it's not going to have all those additives, um, that you really don't want to be ingesting that are going to mess with your cholesterol levels. So, uh, when you are trying to get rid of those, I would say just go ahead and buy some actual meat and then go ahead and cook it up and, you know, thinly slice it and it's going to taste way better anyway. So those are going to be the things to watch out for sugar, processed carbs, uh, the bad oils and processed meats. So what can you start eating now? The things you can start adding in, there's a bunch, there's some really, really good stuff here that is all going to be super healthy for you. And, uh, you know, honestly, I feel like a broken record here because these are the things that I always talk about, but nonetheless, here we are. <laughs> and you know, it, it, it's, uh, it's worth mentioning every single time. So, uh, you know, wild salmon berries, right? Berries are going to be really low in sugar. They're going to have some really good health properties to them. Grass fed meat, right? So grass fed beef, grass fed bison, uh, grass fed lamb, those kinds of meats are going to be very healthy for you. They're going to have good saturated fats in them, right? Vegetables, healthy nuts like macadamia nuts or pistachios, dark chocolate, and dark chocolate, um, we really want to focus on uh, typically 80% and above. Uh, the darker, the better, really. So 75 is still going to be good, but really definitely want to shoot for that 80% and above. Uh, turmeric and, uh, you know, turmeric is in a lot of like Indian curries and stuff. Uh, you can also add it to your eggs. There's a lot of ways to uh, add that in as well. It's very anti-inflammatory. You also have green tea, which by the way, dark chocolate and turmeric that comes in the gold chocolate from Organifi, which <laughs> if you listen to my podcast, once again, I'm like a broken record here, but it is my hands down favorite nighttime drink. Uh, it's like a cup of hot cocoa before going to bed, uh, tastes delicious. And it has turmeric and chocolate, uh, and cacao in it, which are obviously very good for the cholesterol levels, but it also has things like reishi and magnesium, uh, to help you really get into a good mode for sleep and get a restful night's sleep. So, uh, that one. And then also the green tea, if you have the green juice from Organifi, they have matcha in there. And once again, it's just super tasty. So it's easy to actually consume these items like the dark chocolate and the turmeric, uh, dark chocolate's pretty easy, obviously to consume unless you don't like super bitter stuff. Um, but turmeric can be a little bit harder to consume. So that's a really nice way of getting it. And then, you know, getting matcha, it's super easy to just throw in some water with the mix and blend it up and shoot it back. And it has, you know, spirulina, chlorella, um, ashwagandha, all these other different kinds of things in there that are also really great for you. So if you want to go ahead and try those out, go ahead and check out Organifi. You get a 20% discount code just for being a listener to the show. Uh, so go ahead and check them out. I will have them linked in the show notes and I believe they already apply the code at checkout. Uh, but if not, I'll have the code in there as well. So just click that link and then go ahead and get yourself some delicious dark 
ch- uh, chocolate gold. You can try the normal gold as well, but I just love the dark, uh, the chocolate gold. Cause like I said, it has the cacao in there as well. Tastes like hot chocolate and the green juice is a really beneficial way of getting your day started. Okay. On top of that, we also have pomegranates. We have high quality extra virgin olive oil. Uh, both of those are incredible. You should be including those in your diet. When it comes to high quality extra virgin olive oil, I always, always, always recommend getting olive oil that is cold pressed, extra virgin, organic, uh, and in a dark glass bottle. Very, very important. Also, if you live alone or it's just you and one other person, do not buy a huge bottle of olive oil. Uh, get a smaller bottle. It's going to stay fresh uh, for the time that you have it, right? Because if you have a massive bottle and you're having it for a long period of time, it just gives it more of a chance to become oxidized or rancid. So I like to buy uh, smaller bottles and you know get through it in a reasonable amount of time. And then the very last one here, which is... I think very underrated because people still kind of view this as woo woo or a little out there, but the benefits of this are insane. And there is a ton of science backing it up. New information is coming out on it all the time. And that is breath work. So to lower your stress levels, do some breathing. Some breathing practices can do wonders for your stress levels. There, uh, so we're specifically talking about the slower type breathing where you are doing maybe a five second inhale com- uh, combined with a five second exhale or maybe a four second inhale, seven second exhale, right? So kind of focusing on a longer, slower exhale. This is really going to stimulate the vagus nerve and it is going to put you into your parasympathetic state, which is your rest and digest, hence lowering stress levels, lowering anxiety levels, getting you into this stress state, which is truly, truly beneficial for way more than just even cholesterol and, uh, the, uh, you know, the clogging of arteries and all that. It's also going to really benefit just your heart, your mind, your, uh, overall sense of well being, And it's going to put you at ease. I do breath work literally every day. It is a non-negotiable for me. Um, I do it morning and night. Morning, I usually do more of a stimulating type, but in the evening time, I will do a slower type breath work that just helps get me ready for bed and put me into a rest and calm state so that my mind is not thinking about all the stuff that I have to do tomorrow. So uh, definitely give that a try. If you don't know where to start with breath work, uh, a few things that you could do, you could obviously just hop on YouTube and check out a few things there. Uh, I have a friend, Sandy, uh, Breathe with Sandy. He does some incredible breath work. His is a little bit more activating, but he does have some calmer breath styles in there. Uh, So you'd have to browse and look for those. Or if you would like I also have a breathwork course that is a very reasonable price and it comes with five different breathworks, most of which are all calming. There is a breath, uh, a breath of fire for the morning to activate and get you energized. But aside from that, then you have all these other ones like a stress relieving one and uh, a purification one for your lungs and one for getting ready for bed. So definitely very, very beneficial breathworks that will help you calm down ease the mind and get into a calm, digest and relax state. Uh, if you want to check that out, I will have that linked in the show notes as well. And you can have that course. Uh, it's a, you know, you'll have the course for the rest of your life. And, uh, it's just really, really beneficial. If you really, the takeaway there is just start breathing. Even if you're not on YouTube or in my course, start doing these slow breaths, right? 
five count in, five count out, really focusing on the slow, long exhale. So that is gonna do it for today. <laughs> I'm sorry, I know this, I don't even know what time I'm at on this. Oh, okay, 28 minutes, that, not, that is not too bad. Um, but yeah, definitely practice these things, you know, get rid of all those things I mentioned and add in the good stuff. Uh, I think I would really focus, if I had to tell you some really big takeaways here, I think I would definitely worry about getting the sugar out of the diet and the seed oils. I would probably focus on getting those two out primarily. The carbs, yeah, I mean, watch out for the processed carbs, but I think those are the really two big ones. Then on top of getting rid of those, really focus on just eating some high quality foods like the wild caught salmon, the grass fed beef or lamb or um, bison, whatever it may be, uh, some good vegetables, you know, some berries, the chocolate, so that you can have a, you know, something enjoyable as well in the evening. Uh, some, you know, if you have a sweet tooth and uh, yeah, just really focus on trying to eat more whole foods and get rid of those added sugars and uh, nasty seed oils. And then breathe. <laughs> Breathing is huge. You're going to be doing it anyways. You might as well uh, use it to your advantage and slow it down a little bit and calm down your nervous system. So anyways, I hope you guys really enjoyed the show. Um, reading the book, uh, The Great Cholesterol Myth, was incredible, super enjoyable. I, I really enjoyed all the information in there. And I hope I was able to convey that information to all of you in a pretty digestible manner. So uh, hopefully you have some really actionable takeaway steps here that you can apply apply to your life today. And uh, if you do deal with uh, cholesterol, you know, levels being out of whack, then, you know, try some of these out. Obviously, I'm not a medical professional, so I cannot tell you <laughs> what to do with your health. And really, I mean, that that should be up to you. You should choose what you want to do. So uh, I just highly recommend that you try some of these things out and uh, see see what it does for you. See see what it does to your cholesterol levels. Maybe get one of these uh, particle tests and see how what are your particles doing? Are they you know becoming more balanced where they should be, or are they still out of whack? And just kind of go from there. But I truly believe that through you know giving you the information, you can make the best possible. Uh, decisions for yourself. So anyways, I hope this really helped all, uh, at least some of you, even if it's just one of you, I'm happy that I was able to do that for you. But if you do feel that you received some benefit from this episode, please share this with someone who really needs to hear this. I know cholesterol is a huge issue for a lot of people. So I'm sure there are a lot of people that can benefit from this episode. So please, please share it with them. Uh, leave a review if you haven't already on Apple Podcasts. I love to see those. Subscribe to uh, this show on whatever you're on, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, um, you know, YouTube as well, because I'm posting the video format of these episodes on there as well. So if you want to check out the video format, go check out YouTube and subscribe on there so you don't miss any of the episodes. And connect with me on Instagram. That's where I'm most. Uh, that's where I'm most active. You know, uh, if you want to mention something about the show, if you want to, you know, post this show in your stories and tag me in it, that would be incredible. I'd love to see that. And yeah, I just like I said, I hope you really received a lot of benefit from this show. That is the goal of mine with every single episode. I want to provide you with really digestible information that you can apply to your life and really just make these changes and give you the tools uh, to do so. So anyways, I hope you all enjoyed. You already know the motto of the show. It is do everything with good intentions and connect to your elements and uh, get rid of that sugar. <laughs> let's, uh, let's better our cholesterol together and uh, share this information. So anyways, 
Much love to all of you. I appreciate your listenership and I just hope you guys have a beautiful rest of your week. I will see you on Monday's episode. Alrighty, peace y'all. This podcast is for educational purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professional. Evan Roberts is not a medical professional and this podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. Statements and views expressed on this show are not medical advice. This podcast, including Evan Roberts and any guests on the show, disclaims responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained in this episode. If you think you have a medical problem, please consult a medical professional. Thank you.